Welcome to Anything Goes, the best geek and pop culture podcast broadcasting from Long Island, New York. I'm your host, Timothy Rooney. And just like our last episode covering Gotham, we're going to be covering another Batman TV series, but I'm not doing it alone like most of my episodes. Pretty much all my episodes, I have a guest. Who is with me today? Today with you is Zaz. <laughs> Zaz, I'm glad to see you all here on the pod with me. Now, as we're being really zany and powtastic with our little intros here, it's because today we'll be covering the Batman 66 movie. So if you want to watch the Batman 66 movie with us, put in your DVD or Blu-ray and or VHS if you still have it. And I get, still have it. Yeah, and this is this is Chris here, by the way, not Victor Zaz. <laughs> and get it past all the menus till you see the the old 20th Century Fox logo pop up. Pause it and get ready to press play when I say so. Now, Chris, are you ready? Are you ready? One man, one desire. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Arnold's little tortilla, tortilla boy. boy. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> I'm not going to the mafia. Ah, get down. Ah. <laughs> so, everybody, press play now. There we go. You should see the 20th Century Fox logo. The old school 20th Century Fox logo. Oh, yeah. Now, Chris, when did you become aware of the Batman 66 movie? Or his show, I should say. Uh, well, I don't, I don't remember a time where I wasn't completely in love with the 60s Batman show. I, like, it's, it's such a huge, huge, huge staple of my childhood, and it was my gateway to the larger Batman lore, as it were, and the Batman franchise, and the Batman character, and the world. This was, this was it for me. Some people it was Batman the Animated Series, some people it was the comics. For me, it was the 60s show, uh... I have the fondest memories of watching it uh, at my grandparents' house. I used to live with my grandparents, uh, and you know my family used to live in the same house with my grandparents. And I remember just running down the stairs, turning on the TV, watching uh, the '60s Batman show in reruns because uh, I, I think uh, Fox Five used to play it, um, yes, and then TV Land in like the early to mid 2000s used to play it back when TV Land was worth a damn. No. <laughs> Uh, and I, it's just, I just have the fondest memories for it. And I, I always love and cherish the, the sixties series and the movie as well, because my grandmother, uh, got it for me on VHS and I just about wore that thing out, uh, with the amount of times I, I watched it. So, uh, so yeah, I, I have very, very, very fond memories of the Batman 66 show. I remember the first time I saw this, it was... Um, it was right. I guess when my household got the copy of the '89 movie, and it was just like one of those things where I didn't think of 
the 89 film and the 66 show were that too different. Like, I never thought, like, oh, this is a response to this. Yeah. Oh, we need a, we need a, a more serious tone. I thought it was just, this is Batman here, this is Batman there. I never made a distinction. That's why I still don't make a distinction with Batman, that Batman can be several different flavors. You can have the dark and serious and brooding, or you can have the zany comic book one, or you can have the Adam West TV show and this movie. And I remember the first. I remember you and I were at Suffolk, and we. I think I forget. I mentioned the '66 Batman, and you lit up, and then we just launched into a tirade of '66 oh, Batman. Oh, I'm sure that happened. I don't. I don't remember that specifically, but I'm sure that was a that was an occurrence. All right, so now we see the yacht. And Adam West and Burt Ward. Gosh, Batman! The first time I saw that shot yeah. of them on the road, and it all just looked so much more big budget than the show. Than the show, I just like I remember just specifically that, just like feeling so cool. Oh yeah! As I slapped the microphone in accident. <laughs> I, I still, I still, I want this in my house. I want a Batcave that's only uh, uh, accessed via the William Shakespeare statue. Yeah. I love the way they run. The, is, is, the way they run is just tremendous. Slap down uh, as they go down the bat poles and automatically into their suits. I wish I could get in the mor- get ready in the morning and just flip a switch and I'm ready to do my d- daily duties. Oh, this DVD looks great. Oh yeah, like I'm used to the VHS, like straight up. That's how I own this movie. I still need to get the Blu-ray of it, and it probably looks even better. Hey, I know it probably looks better. Especially, apparently, and you'll see when they get into the Bat Helicopter. Look at Burt Wood really closely when they're in the Bat Helicopter. You'll see something. It's his stunt double, right? Yes. Shocker. He's like 45-year-old Mario-looking stunt double. He looks like an old Italian dude. Mamma mia, Batman. Not like Mario video game. looks like Bob Hoskins is his stunt double. That's what it mostly looks like. What were your thoughts on the Bat Helicopter? Uh, as a kid, I fucking loved it. What about as an adult? I fucking love it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's like, no, there's no reason not to. I mean, I, I, everybody's on. all about the bat plane. I don't know. I like the bat helicopter. I think it's a little more practical, even though it's got the big giant fins on the, the wings on the side. The copter in general is a lot more practical, especially when you're operating within one oh. city for the most part. Yeah, you're not gonna like, oh, I need a landing strip. <laughs> do, 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 do. Wish Joe to hum the theme because he would just. I love this song. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Robin, look out for the hot. You have a Barry Allen down there on the roof. <laughs> oh, and the police officers uh, taking off their hats, saluting them. <laughs> Thumbs up from Batman. As Batman and Robin are called out to solve a crime. <laughs> look, look at this stunt double. Oh. It's me. It's Robin. As they're on their like, rear screen projection here when they go to the close-ups of the actual actors inside the, the helicopter. I mean, compared to, the, like you were saying, compared to the series, this movie had a lot of scope. I mean, it, yeah. it definitely opened up this world. Oh yeah, it it immediately just felt huge to me as a kid. You know, the one thing. It's 
even though like it it is the kind of, it's making fun it's not making fun of Batman it's just being reflective of the Batman comics of that time and they played they played straight they don't like make a joke out of it they just like we're, it's it's comedic but we we're doing we're taking it as serious as possible and oh, I yeah. think that's something to respect it it's it's such deadpan comedy that you couldn't do it any other way honestly you could not this show would not have I don't think would have been nearly as successful if they didn't have Adam West. Oh no, for sure. And his his comedy timing is pitch perfect. And especially when it comes to near the end of the movie when his heart is crushed. Oh, we're gonna get to this. as soon as we had this idea to do this the the commentary for this movie, I just like envisioned us talking about that part. Oh, for sure. And Burt Ward gets behind the, control, the controls of the helicopter. See, as- this, is a, this is a big moment for me as a kid. I always love when Robin takes over while Batman's doing something else. Oh, yeah. Because as a kid, uh, especially with the 60s show, I was always like, oh, yeah, I love Robin. Because you're able to identify more with Robin when you're younger. Yeah, and that, that, that was the point of his creation um, for... DC said we need a way to uh, for the kids to feel identified with Batman. That's why Jerry Robinson came up with Robin, and and at least with you, it definitely seems like it worked. And for some reason, now I'm just thinking of Back to Future Three with Marty in the DeLorean being pushed by the train, talking to Doc on the walkie-talkie as Doc's on the train with his walkie-talkie. Wow, there's a parallel that even I uh, never came up with. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's about to land on the boat. And that that's surprising for me because uh, there was a time, I want to say like around like 2002-ish, 2002-2003, where I went through this big, huge like Batman resurgence in terms of like fandom. Right. Where I was like watching the show on TV Land on a regular basis and like super into it. And then also like super, super like getting into Back to the Future again because like it, I loved the movie as a kid and then it like kind of... You know, I didn't watch it as much for a while, and then I kind of rediscovered it. And I rediscovered those two things at the same time. So the Batman, especially the 60s show, the Batman 60s show and Back to the Future are like... Intertwined for you? Like, in a weird way, it takes me back to a time period in my very, very, very early teens when, uh, when, like... You know, you're not a kid kid anymore. But you're not an adult yet either. And you're kind of still, like, starting to figure out what you're, like, into. Right. And it was a very, like, pivotal time for me, and this is part of it. Yeah, and now one of the most endearing things in this movie, or at least well-known moments, is, like, the Batman's leg is being eaten by a very plasticky shark. Robin brings down the back shark repellent, because, of course, Batman would have bat shark repellent for just such occasions. If this was like a gold shark, if like if the shark was somehow gold, he would have gold bat shark repellent. You know, like if it was like a tiger shark, he would have specifically tiger he, he shark. He would have a tiger shark repellent. Ah, and, the, and if the it pl- was if it was one of the street sharks, he would have street shark repellent. Bat as, shark repellent. As the shark explodes as it falls back <laughs> into the ocean. Because that's what happens when sharks fall into the ocean from. A great height. I don't know if you know that. Well, it's, it's, it's the Jaws 4 of uh, physics right there. You can ram a boat into a shark and it'll blow up. They disappear. <laughs> See, now this is where it feels like the show. 
<laughs> Please, no more exposition for the audience. Oh, we have here, to here she is. With the loudest costume in the room, and there's two, there's two Cape Crusaders in the room as well. Rusev, crush! Oh my god, this is gonna be great! The Bulgarian Brute! I wonder if Lana will go as Miss Kitka for Halloween now. Oh, I hope so. That would just I, hope that's, I hope that's Lana's last name in Kitka. WWE canon, Lana Kitka. Hmm. I'm starting to get the feeling that Jeff Goldblum like, modeled a lot of his delivery and his acting after Adam West's movie. I don't know why. <laughs> Our own Aunt Harriet that we live with doesn't even know. Whoops. <laughs> Robin? <laughs> we, we even have a butler named Alfred, but he knows. Robin, Robin shut the fuck up, Robin. <laughs> Robin, will you please shut the fuck up? Holy outing! I just did it, Batman! I did it real bad! You know what's the weird thing? I, I feel like anybody who talks about Adam West that... When they were considering doing a, bat- a live-action Batman movie in the late 80s, they were thinking about doing a Dark Knight Returns adaptation. If they were going ahead to do that, Adam West wanted to be old Bruce Wayne for that. Now, Adam West being a serious actor, like if he's going to take a Batman in a serious role, could he have done it? Um, I've never seen Adam West in anything serious. I mean, he does that one episode so I don't of the Batman animated series when he was the Grey Ghost. Well, I mean, yeah, but live action too. But True. I, uh, I would, I, I think I'd have to. I mean, I, I think he's he's a talented actor and that he'd be able to do a good job. Mm-hmm. So I'd be open to seeing that. Would uh, would Burt Ward be Carrie Kelly? If we look like the monster, it ain't Carrie Kelly. Sorry, but oh. Now, like a lot of people are speculating, Batman v Superman, that Commissioner Gordon was in the the Wayne Tower that gets obliterated by Zod during the fa- battle during Man of Steel. What if it's like Adam West as Commissioner Gordon, just, have, just and just have him be in like because he's never been in any of the live action movies. Like, why not the Riddler? And now we're getting all the exposition about who all the villains are away with the Penguin, Catwoman, Riddler, and the Joker are all loose at the same time. Well, you know when uh, when Bane opened the gates at Blackgate, he uh. Yes. <laughs> well, no, I'm just uh, just tying it in. Oh, okay. Well, well, we got them. Take control of this situation. It's all one big universe, of course. The Joker. Oh yeah, the two useless, the two of the most useless characters in this rendition. I don't care. I love them. Commissioner Gordon, I, I I don't know. I think this Commissioner Grant may be more proactive than Pat Hingle in the Tim Burton, Joel Schumacher commi- uh, movies, though. Yeah, he, well, that's that's like almost not even having Commissioner Gordon. Like, he feels like so null and void in, the, in those movies. But it's also as dumb as Chief O'Hara here, though. Because I think Adam, I think Batman actually hates Chief O'Hara in the series. Saints be praised. <laughs> Saints be praised is one of those phrases that I always meant to include in my everyday lingo, 
much like Slice and Dice and Billy Berserk. <laughs> and just never had a chance to. Well, now so I just never thought of it. You know what? I'm, I'm starting it now. Starting today. Saints be praised. Saints be praised. By Gora. <laughs> now, the seediest bar of all of Gotham. And, it's, and for all you Oswego people out there, it's very much like Alley Cats if it was worse. <laughs> I love... The Catwoman doesn't even care that there's a brawl going on. There's, there's a couple making out. There's a couple of people just laughing. And there's long, long John Silver sitting at the table over there. There's a pirate that Catwoman slaps. Oh, yeah. Oh, Cesar Romero. Even though you never shaved your mustache for the makeup, I still love you as My a personal favorite Joker. More than Mark Hamill? Uh, you know what? With nostalgia factored in for me, I'd have to say yeah. Oh, wow. So my favorite rendition of the Riddler. Hands down. Because Frank Gorson's a serious actor, and he just plays it rather menacingly while still being really silly at the same time. And he's fantastic. <laughs> Three of the greatest super criminals afraid of a black cat. Or more exposition. She's absolutely right. Edward Nigma should have uh, should have that shelf on Gotham. Yes, but it says private <laughs> riddles. <laughs> Question mark. We're also we didn't we didn't mention uh, Frank um not Frank Gorshin, uh Burgess, Burgess Meredith, Meredith. As, pe- as Penguin. <laughs> Rock. You're going to eat lightning and crap thunder. Like you saying, when I was a child, Rocky movies was a big part of my life, as well as the 60s Batman. So Burgess Meredith is part of my childhood in many ways. And still say, I wish he had a chance to play a more serious penguin. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> like, how can, how can you not love him? Uh, but also the greatest character in this movie, Commodore Schmidlab. <laughs> Great name. Who's... <laughs> I'm gonna come in the room like that! Just with that white face and chuckling to yourself! Like, oh, you don't know this, I'm a goddamn clown, you moron! <laughs> oh! Yeah, underground. <laughs> that Smidlad does not realize that he's in a, sta- in a stable room and that the environment outside his window is just being made by one person. <laughs> Never rub another man's rhubarb. Rubar. <laughs> This is where it feels like Gilligan's Island. Yeah. (laughs) Should be the robot that they build and that walks (laughs) in the ocean and just can't. And I've gasped. 
and Batman. I just love seeing uh, this Joker and this Riddler together. Why do you say that? Because I feel like they're two sides of the same coin, but at the same time, like they're so they're such strong entities and like such strong characters. It's just really cool to see them together. I don't know why. It's funny because somebody said like. If you took all the dark and psychotic side of the Joker and you take it out of him, you get the Two-Face. And if you take the zany, wisecracking side of this, but it's like compulsive, compulsive ways of doing things, you get the Riddler. So maybe that's one way of seeing it is because they're, they're closely linked. Yeah. And then, oh, the Batcave. I mean, if there's one Batcave I could have, it'd probably be this one. Because, of course, it would have to say, I have labels for everything, so I never forget wherever it was. Simply disappear. Really there. <laughs> it was a mirage. I feel like this Batcave was a huge influence on the command center in the Power Rangers show, Mighty Morphin, first season. I can see that. I just see in the back, just with Zordon's tube. Yep. And, like, the viewing globe and, like, all that stuff. It, it just, like, it feels so similar. And all, like, the blinking lights and all, like, the, the pokey-looking things. Apparently that, you know, like, that the third season of Batman was canceled and... I forget which what other film studio wanted to pick it up and continue it, but apparently they had already torn down the set yeah. and it was so expensive to build. the The new film studio didn't even want to bother rebuilding, so that's why we never got a fourth season of of uh, Batman sixty six, which is a sad thing. But if that was the case, the legal troubles that were finally squashed when we finally got the new home video release of DVD, of the DVDs and Blu rays of the sixty six series would probably take even longer. And so in that way, I'm kind of happy that the new studio didn't pick it up. So now we can all own it. And now the second greatest addition to this Bat TV show, because I don't think the Bat Boat was ever in the show before this. And I really don't see how they could have. Not in, yeah, I mean, not in this budget. And then I love the, like this is one long shot. We see them. Oh, well, there we go. It cuts. But pretty much they just jump from the car and then jump right into the boat. And now they're off. Another great prop that we'd love to have from the show. I forgot how much how much joy this movie brings me. Huh. Now we're on the rear screen projection of the ocean behind them. See, this is like the only like li- true like live action Batman doesn't have the raccoon makeup around his eyes like all the other movies. Like that's the one of the biggest gripes of Batman Returns when Michael Keaton rips off his mask, all of a sudden the makeup is gone. You're like, huh? That was a terrible cover up like that. It always bothers me when he rips off the mask and it like tears away from the like, like cheese. Just like, and I'm just like, it's like it's that easy for that to happen. I'm like, why hasn't somebody taken a wrench to your head earlier? I mean, like, if you can go that easily, and now we're in the submarine that had that's that's made up like a penguin, because there's no other way to have a submarine that made up like a penguin. 
Seriously. My, and my favorite line, well, my favorite lines of this movie that I still say to myself every now and then to jo- when Penguin's speaking to Joker here. He's right, the Joker. Says, Online you may command, but let's see, it is me. Whack, whack. <laughs> <laughs> now hear this. Then speaking. The Tricky Buoy. That should be a name of a really terrible metal band. The Tricky Buoy? Yeah. That'd be pirate metal. It sounds like a bar. Yeah, uh, a bar that probably Long Island would, would definitely foster because we love sea-named bars here. Okay. So, and they're raising Periscope for the Tricky Buoy as Batman and Robin slowly approach. Now, I love the periscope here. That it's pretty much just a penguin that blinks and has a an eye in the middle of the mouth as it as it spies on Batman and Robin. And Batman's got the little briefcase to investigate. Now, I was wondering for like Halloween, like there's two Batmans I could probably go as. I could probably go either as Adam West Batman here, or I may go as like. DC comic number actually like DC comics number twenty seven detective I should say detective comics number twenty seven Batman with the big with the big ears and everything like that, but also I could probably go as like earlier later on in his career with and I'll have the gun belt maybe throw a few people confusing looks and stuff like that, which would be like hey how much of a fan I am I can have this kind of material that I can make this suit, but then I got to be questioned by everybody like why does Batman have a gun he doesn't have a gun and I have to explain it to everybody. If I don't want to deal with that, I probably don't have. I probably won't do that. As Joker uh, tells the men to load the torpedo tubes. Oh, uh, there is nothing here, Robin. We can't find any evidence. Uh, a cross section. A mirage protector. Something got paid to write that. What a set! <laughs> Someone got paid super- to say that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Holy long John Silvers. <laughs> look at the uh, look at the Riddler's stance right there. Just so. It's a power stance. You know who else has a power stance? Who? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> what was the name of that guy? Again? Mark Gormley. Oh God! Little Wing. How did you even stumble upon that? Uh the internet. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's all you really need. If people have stumbled upon this podcast, the uh, internet. It's the internet. All, all of our letters are in that name. <laughs> <laughs> Study your hands, Robin. Oh, ready to fire. Four, three. Yes, Chris. Caesar Romero kind of reminds me of Kramer. Just because all the- in his energy. Yeah. No, I just want and, to and the way he kind of like shakes his head while delivering lines sometimes. 
Now I'm just imagining somebody. Uh, now you're imagining, imagining Mike, Michael Richards as the Joker? Yeah. That'd be a hell of a Joker. That would be a hell of a Joker. Giddy up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Whoa! Up the pull of Star Trek. They're pretty much just shaking the camera, telling the actors, go right, go left. Fire tool! Riddler looks like a frog right with the, there. With the, the units hard? Yeah. I like how he has, like, different outfits, though. Yes. The other main villains just have, like, they wear the same thing. He has, like, the different stuff. I think I like the jacket more. I, I love the, the suit, yeah. And the, and the hat. Remember the other guy? Who? Who played the Riddler? For, John like, Aston, yeah. yeah. Who played Gomez Adams on The Adams Family? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forget. I don't know why he was in there as my as a replacement. I guess Gorson had, I guess, other work to do because he he had appeared on Star Trek and I was going on at the same time, <clears throat> roughly the same time. <clears throat> Excuse me, everybody. My voice is kind of being a little crappy right now. I apologize for that. <clears throat> Batteries are dead. The bat Batteries. <laughs> and his name is John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> I love Fred Gorsh's face here, like gnawing on his on his finger. Like I don't think we got him. His face right there reminds me of Doc. Right after he says, "We're sending you back to, to the, the future,", future. and then he, he kind of looks like. That's exactly what his face looks like right there. And Batman and Robin retreat from being attacked. Now they're going bat to the future. Bat to the future. A time-traveling Batmobile. That would have, like, 12-year-old me would have died at the idea of a time-traveling Batmobile. There was a time in the comics that Batman was sent back into the past, and he didn't remember who he was. Did he almost date his mother? Actually, yeah. I might have to read this comic. <laughs> yeah, no, no. If I can find that arc, I will send it to you. I think he does more than dates. Or it comes close to that. Hello? Are you insane? <laughs> well, well, you Doc, what if, what, if, what if I wind up gay? Why, Why shouldn't you, you be, be happy? happy? If you're a true Back to the Future fan, you know that. <laughs> a P. N. Gwyn. I wanted this phone so badly. Oh, with the bat, the bat telephone. I the, wanted that phone more than the re- the red glowing telephone. No, just that phone. Right, that one in particular. I want to go back to these type of phones. Oh, with the rotary phones? Yeah. yeah. I mean, not the rotary phones, but the ones with, that have you know the the dial pad, but still look like that. Yeah. Fuck cell phones. Yeah. I mean, you could probably go to any thrift store and get one. Well, yeah, but, like, I want, like, a portable version of that. Well, of course. More than helpful. I love that phone. Atomic submarines. Give you a full address. What a delivery! <laughs> such, such dry wit there. It was like an ocean... I mean, it's like a desert of wit, I should say. And my my favorite... I've been wanting to make this joke all day since we said we would do this. 
Polaris. Oh, God. <laughs> I had to make a mega death joke out of that. I spread disease like a dog. This would be your second Batman commentary that has mega death references on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, you and your friend Mike, like, touched on, like, every, every tangent that you went on was something that I was interested in. Yes. So I'm like, this is, this is like, a, a, like an alternate me, this guy. <laughs> That's the one thing where I told him that, like, oh, like, like you probably talk about uh, wrestling history and not being boring. He's like, even if I talk about the old territories, I'm like, yeah, you probably have, like, a gay old time with that. I, I could probably do a podcast with your friend, Mike. Uh, that's why, like, oh, but I'm also afraid if I get you together, it would be kind of like when you and Renee, like, went off on a tangent. I'm like, I got And then you're just kind of sitting there like, I got I was a dog in the room at that moment. <laughs> Hello. Um... Na, 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 tip of gore. <laughs> That's a callback right there. Up. And the only riddle that I really don't understand. Such as a sparrow with a machine gun. Huh. A cat. Protect us. I love all of Chief O'Hara's phrases on this show. <laughs> Catwoman. Penguin, Joker, Riddler, and Catwoman too. Together. <laughs> I'm gonna make that my cover photo. Is Mr. Gordon with that quote? The whole country. Uh, say the. Look at Chief O'Hara's face. <laughs> the, the, the Chief O'Hara photo bomb. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to Photoshop Chief O'Hara. I just want to take my famous photos of history. Like, <laughs> just with Chief O'Hara in like, his like face. The, like the sailor and the nurse kissing in Times Square, but Chief O'Hara in the background. <laughs> with that face that, like, what uh, the. Like, it reminds me of that, you know, that Kevin Hart meme that everyone. Uh, that one picture of Kevin Hart looking like. Yes. <laughs> Where he has like his head sticking out. That's exactly what that reminded me of. That's the only Chief O'Hara Kevin Hart comparison. Oh, here's here's Riddler with the badass suit. Oh, I mean. All right. So who's better, Julie Newmar or Lee Merriweather? I've watched the movie more than I've watched the show. So I, I would say this version of the Catwoman I think I like the most. No disrespect to Julie Newmar. Julie Newmar? We're also forgetting Eartha Kitt. Oh, yeah that's, yeah, that's right. I always forget about Eartha Kitt. Well, I did mention her in the Gotham podcast before. Yeah, she was the first person that you mentioned. Uh over to the sea. See, look, the- look how cool Frank Gorshin looks. Popper with a batarang. Guys, that's not all. 
Drop. But who? No, the perfect victim. <laughs> I love how you can just go from like a hundred to like one just in that moment. It's like. You know, it's the one thing. Now that we have a Batman sixty six co- ongoing comic series, and like I let you borrow the Kevin Smith Ralph Garman uh, Green Hornet cover uh, crossover comic. I'm kind of curious why we haven't gotten a Batman 66 game, like a video game, like whether it be Lego or not. I'm, I know Adam West and Burt Ward are coming back for an animated movie. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Every time Adam West says Miss Kitka, it's the greatest moment of my life. Miss Kitka. Miss Kitka. Every way, every time he says it, it's the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> you know Adam West was almost almost considered for James Bond at one point. Yeah, I could uh I could totally see that. But then they was always say American could never be James Bond or, or he looks the part. I know, but they also say America should never be Doctor Who, so the Riddler <laughs> He's kind of cross-eyed there for a moment, like, duh, there is a Riddler out there. There is such a creature, I Ah, that voice. I mean... Well, you just get Rusev. <laughs> Rusev. Riddler Udria. Riddler Matska. Hopeless. I-, I just wish there was audiobooks that, that, uh... Adam West narrate like he could like narrate like Scientology the the book that Scientology is based on. I would buy the audiobook just to hear him read. This it. is your second Batman commentary that has a Scientology reference in it. I made a Scientology comment in the because well, you guys are talking about Tom Cruise. Oh right, because Nicole Kidman. Wow, I, I think our our color palette of topics is rather <laughs> limited now. As we're thinking Re- about it. wrestling, Megadeth, Scientology. We we've, we've hit all our bases now. No, just. Now I'm just like, all right, now I just need a shrink to, to like, like, oh, you, you suffer from this if you just go talk about this constantly. We don't have any Lay's potato chips in this one, though. No, I do not. <laughs> this is my least favorite Alfred. Oh, yes. I can see why. Like, by far, least favorite Alfred. Doesn't even feel like Alfred. No, he just seems like a guy. He seems like a guy who just works it, doesn't even Michael Goff what he was like dying in Batman and Robin was more of a <laughs> Yeah, Mi- this. Michael Goff has has more Alfred in his dying pinky than than uh what was this guy's name? Alan something? Uh, I do not remember off the top of my head. Don't kill us in the comments, well, please. It's a, it's irrelevant. Yes. Worst Alfred. <laughs> That's the most relevant thing we could say. Worst Alfred. Who the best Alfred is remains to be seen because there are uh, some very fantastic Alfreds that I love all of them. And I promise to take care of you since the first time I heard your cries echo through this house. So I'm going to cry. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> oh, no. Goodbye, Alfred. 
Look at him. Uh, <laughs> Look at him. What was that little rush there? He's like, like, wait, Batman, before I pass. I got to tell you something. <laughs> I never caught that before. Oh. Do you have your driver's license? Oh. Yes. <laughs> I will bash him brutally. Because Burt Ward is not old enough to drive the car. That's why Alf- Alfred has to drive the Batmobile when Batman's not in it. By the way, that's the most badass thing of all time. The emergency bat lift. Remember when, um, in 89, when after he drops the Joker in the bat and the cops are coming for him and he throws down a little bat? Yeah. It looks yeah. just like that, now <laughs> thinking about it. I would be kind of annoyed at the violence with that close to my head as I'm trying to be romantic. Like, with Miss Kitka. Here, here it is in... Oh, man. I, I love this, this, uh, this chariot scene. This is like I think of the Batman sixty six movies. This, this, is, this is the first thing that comes into my mind. I mean, if I ever went like a chariot date, I, all I think about was this, and I would just call the person I'm with like Miss Kitka. Kitka. And then, then the Batman <laughs> right behind him, and nobody. <laughs> and the <this> song. <laughs> it's so weird framing too. Who? She's not even facing the crowd. As everybody sits on the floor as they eat, too. This is such an odd club. Where is this? But now, but watching this, you 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 can understand why Adam West was cast as Bruce Wayne and Batman. Because he's suave in both Batman and... And debonair. Debonair. Good word. I use. think that's the first time I've ever used that word. I saved it up for such an occasion. For Miss Kitka. It's for worth it. Miss Kitka. Late night Gotham here with you. Here we go. So foolish. <laughs> she's like, she looks like she's like falling asleep there for a moment. She's like, hey, yeah. Adam West in this scene is my life. Oh, of course. Like this is like this is what I live for. Just Adam West. Adam West in this scene specifically. <laughs> Wait, how do they have a camera feed into that chariot? Well, they were obviously Skyping. Of course. As as Alfred with his domino mask on, with his glasses on top of the domino mask and bowler hat as he drives the Batmobile right behind the chariot when nobody's supposed to notice. Well, because they're driving slow. Of course. Boop. This is the phone I want. Great Scott. What are they doing? No comment, Commissioner. Why would there be a Benedict Arnold statue? <laughs> the Benedict Arnold statue is what you take issue with. We just had exploding shark. 
I, I'm just curious, since he's been such been labeled as a traitor in American history, I'm just curious why we would have a Benedict Arnold statue. <laughs> do you have a problem putting the photos? Like, click, 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 click. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, do you guys want to get another take of that? No, no, it's fine. <laughs> no, because Commissioner Gordon is so incompetent as Javi can't even hang up a fucking phone properly. Oh, God damn it. Uh, Judy calls. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, look, he just got aroused by the bat signal. I think it's the first time Batman's ever done that. He is the most. Oh my god! So charming. Wonderful. Per- Subtlety hammered like as Joe was saying in the Gotham podcast. That's strange. My eyes. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, what I meant, I like what? The whole time, the whole, time. the whole time. Is you at full Sally Field there with that one eye movement? <laughs> Let me send my very uh, conspicuous Morse code communicator that's looked like a cat with its eyes light up when I hit the button. Hopefully, nobody notices this. <laughs> I forgot how much innuendos were in this scene. Miss Kiko. Miss Kiko. <laughs> 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 she looks like she's up there, too. Like, wait, 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 wait. Like, where am I? Jetpack umbrellas. <laughs> I love to have a jetpack umbrella. Yo ho ho, sir. Yo. I love that. I mean, if I had a gang, I think that's how I would end every conversation. It's like, yo ho ho, sir. That's how we should end every podcast. Yo ho ho, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> how did West like, like, I'm contemplating what I'm going to do in this scene. <laughs> Adam seemed like he was too soon. <laughs> Gosh, Alfred. Batman, I'm getting a bat boner right now. Alfred's reaction to that is, oh god. Yes. Let's put it back on instead. Yeah. <laughs> down, oh, yes. Down, look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> I mean, this looks like, it, Yo, was ho, so ho, much, it looks like it was so much fun to make this movie. This looks like the most delightful thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I, I, like, if I ever like, found out like this was like a terrible thing to make, I would have felt so crushed. <laughs> yeah, it was like a really heavy-handed set. Yeah. 
Damn the penguin to that window! Yo ho ho, sir. Oh my. Miss Kitka. Miss Kitka. Even though she looks like she has Lego hair right now. Lego. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he hanging on the chair like that? Like he's constantly like, should I get out of here or not? I'm not sure. Is he like trying? Like he's trying to resist going to the Batman pose and putting his hands up like that? Is he, is he joining up? the Straight Edge Society? I don't, I don't <laughs> know. And maybe maybe he's conflicting with that. And that's why he's like his body's like fighting his desires, desires, zaz, zaz. Comrade, Miss Kitka. <laughs> That's kind of a rapey feeling about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like they should do another take of that because it looks like they was tripped over each other kicking it in the door. Love that line. Yeah, wait, I'll get up. Hey, Frank Gorsuch's stuntman. And Burgess Mary the stuntman. I love the bump that uh, Penguin's stuntman takes. Yeah. He like runs to the table to <laughs> fall over it. Oh, what? I just put my hands down. I shouldn't scratch like I'm Catwoman. <laughs> Yo ho ho, sir! Let's beat up our wit- uh, our prized possession. This opens the as he tries to kick the entire crowd of people. All right, there's so. Aware of their surroundings, why didn't they hear the jetpack umbrella's approach? I'll just take Race my ass, you would take forever to get up there. Oh, sorry. Cesar Romero on the fucking... Oh, God. Oh, it's too funny. It hits the press. Bruce Wayne and girl companion kidnap. <laughs> that would have sucked if he accidentally landed on and sent himself out there out the window. <laughs> I mean, it goes to show that they're not, they're not the most coordinated of gangsters. Mr. Vane? How rippy. Oh. Oh! From limb, headbutt, clang into the wall. (laughs) 
Did he fall to a box of like goodies? How much noise has he made as he did that? <laughs> That's weird color. <laughs> now, with all the movies in mind, you you were saying earlier you rewatched the Nolan films this week. What were your feelings on them after watching them again? Well, I only I only rewatched two of them because. Uh, Batman Begins and Dark Knight. I was gonna watch all three of them, but I actually like kind of like lost the will to follow through with it after I finished Dark Knight. I don't even know why. I'm just like I found myself really like almost kind of bored during Batman Begins. Really? Whereas that was always my favorite one of of all three. I don't I don't I don't know. Because uh, I I finished Gotham and then I wa- I wanted to watch some more stuff, so I watched. Started watching Batman Begins, and I was kind of, right. kind of bored. But I was like, ah, oh, you know, maybe it's just because it's, it's this movie. Maybe you know, I'll watch the Dark Knight, and I'll I'll get into it, and then I'll watch Dark Knight Rises. But uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not in uh in the in the type of uh, mood for the Nolan trilogy right now. It's definitely like it's not like the easiest thing to sit down and digest. They're it's long. Not- they're very long. Yeah, but it's also not like the Marvel movies. The Marvel movies you can pretty much pop on no matter what. You got to be in a certain, for the most part, you got to be in a certain mood for these movies to throw on. Especially also the length. You want to dedicate that much time to watching them if you're trying to marathon them as well. Well, I wasn't. I was. I was doing it in like, di- you know, different days, successive days. But right. I just. I don't know. Maybe it's just. Uh, maybe it's. It's also too soon from the last time I watched them. Maybe I need a little bit more time, in between. But you also you go through moods like sometimes like you'll watch a lot of this thing and then feel like hey you're not gonna watch it for a while like you said well like, yeah you keep it fresh of course maybe they just weren't as fresh for me gotcha sleeve. Contrivances? A cr- contraptions? Was that the word he was looking for? I'm not too sure about that line delivery there, Adam. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think Frank Gore should put on that mask correctly. He looked like he was covering his eyes with the mask more than anything. Oh. Oh. That's harsh. Boom! Headbutt! Backhand! And the greatest sound effect in the world coming up soon. When a character gets launched out the window with their death trap weapon. (laughs) Joker can't aim worth a crap in this. And he just beat up Steve Jobs. 
<laughs> I love the model game thrown through. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing I love, it's like a stunt dummy or something like that being thrown. Oh. Miss Kicker. Ah, quack, open the door. Quack, quack. Punch. <laughs> it's weird. We don't get the pow wham like, zam thing until the end of the movie. We've had like two like big fight scenes and nothing like that has happened. I think it's better that way. Yeah. Nice dive. I give that a solid eight. It's weird to hear Robin call him Bruce or to hear Dick call him Bruce because I feel like that doesn't happen a lot on the show. No, not that often. And I feel like you don't see that staircase a lot on the show either. No, they rarely show that shot side of the shed. Yeah, my list came that back. That shed of the shit. Sorry. My speech impediment came back. That side of the set, I should say. William Shakespeare. <laughs> like, Dick is just looking for a fight no matter what it is. He may just fight Bruce because. Where does the, the 66 Batmobile rank as your favorite Batmobiles? Number two. What's your number one? 89. Really? Yeah. So h- how would you rank them overall? 89. Uh, 66, everything else. Everything else, I don't have a preference. Like, I, I, I could take any of them or leave any of them. Those two are, are it for me. I mean, I think mine would probably have to go probably animated series, this, uh, 89, Tumblr, the Batman for everyone, and Batman Robin thing. And then this list may change once the Batman v Superman movie comes out, so we'll have to wait and see for that. I mean, I've seen the picture of that one. Uh, it seems like a very much like it's like a cross between the Tumblr and the '89 yeah. movie. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about it until I see it in action, though. Yeah, so we'll hold judgment until then. <laughs> I actually have a, a vintage toy of the 66 Batmobile. Really? It's like, I don't know if it was from the 60s, but it's like, I'll, I'll, I'll get it out and I'll, and I'll show it to you uh, after, Very nice. after we watch. But uh, yeah, it's uh, handed down to me from, I guess, uh, I, I think it might have been uh, one of my uncles when they were a kid. Mm-hmm. So. Commodore Smidlap here. As the the device that they have is the dehydrator, where they take all the hydration out of the per- these five guinea pigs. <laughs> I feel like every picture, of, like in a high school yearbook of penguins, is that penguin poster on the back of that wall right there. Why are there pictures of penguins in high school yearbooks? Well, like, like if it's if it's, I said, did I see yearbooks? Or I, said, I think I, I thought I said textbooks. You said yearbooks. <laughs> well, this probably you had, you had penguins in your school, like attending school. 
They're probably they were probably more interesting than most of the people I went to high school with anyway, so there we go. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Purchase Bear is hanging on to every breath where he goes whack. And we turn them into kitty litter. As Penguin plans to use these five now dehydrated guinea pigs to use against Batman with an apparent, with a, not apparent, but very clever ruse. See, it was just an idea like this. Quack, quack, quack. Death dealing pirates. <laughs> she spills half of them on the floor. <laughs> and they all have a mother. That's an odd line for him to say that. We can only afford this, like, dock for, like, two days, so we pretty much have to shoot everything. That's why everybody runs, nobody walks. Oh, the bat rope. It was funny. What was it? Uh, when my sister and her husband moved in, like, pretty much moved into, like, um... Her husband, uh, pretty much, they took over his childhood home and his parents moved out. They found, like, like one of those hooks that were, like, part of the battering, like, it looks like to climb up the wall. And once I, once I found out about that, like, Fred, you know what we have to do now? We have to throw this over the roof and have to climb up the side of the wall. And hopefully a dead celebrity will come out the window and greet us. A dead celebrity. <laughs> I mean, like, all the celebrities that pop out of these windows would be passed on, sadly. I forget, who's the celebrity here? <laughs> yeah, somebody walk up the wall. You got Peter Griffin there. <laughs> yeah, you're right, honey. Somebody was walk up the wall. <laughs> With Adam West now, pl- uh, was the, is the mayor of Quahog on Family Guy. That's a weird connection now. <laughs> Good God. Did the smart thing. Got the child out of there. <laughs> Miss Kicker! And now we've turned into the climax from The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> I forgot about the band! This Batman takes the bomb out of the, bat- the bad guy's lair. Into the bar. Flip into the streets. Everybody out of here. And it was, I guess it was a buffet day, so two of the patrons will not leave. 
I feel like that was like the entire crew. They even bother paying actors to do extra work, stuff like that. Ye old Benbow Tavern? <laughs> Nuns! Chow, <laughs> baby! There's a. Uh, the band! Him, him running into people like this reminds me of a scene in the beginning of Moonwalker where uh, a human Michael, a uh, human Michael Jackson is trying to escape, like, animated or, like, claymation paparazzi right and he's just like every everywhere he runs he's like running into like these these different uh these different things like photographers and like um there might have even been some nuns in there i don't know but like that's exactly what that reminds me of i wouldn't be surprised if that's where he got the idea My second favorite line in the movie coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Ducks. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Ah, kaboom. Never, what were your feelings on Burt Ward being Robin? Loved him. Loved him as a kid. Batman. Do you still like his performance now? Batman. No. <laughs> <Sorry. Pfft. laughs> I was just to your side. You should have looked to your left. Riff Raff. Riff Raff. Street rats, I can buy that. (laughs) Wow. What a hole. (laughs) Harry, I reached the top. Oh, God. Penguin. Game penguin, penguin, nick. Schmidlab. Yeah, I got calluses on my fingers. Can't really be fingerprinted. Don't worry, Will is one thing we can do. We can use our date rape drugs and bring it back to the butt cave. <laughs> back into your butt cave? Yeah, wag, wag. Stand by to catch him, Robin. I'll give him the bat gas. The bat gas? Bam, 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 boom. Ooh, I got a live one here. 
That's a weird word choice of words. Pierce the secret of our true identities. That's the sentence in this movie that you're taking issue with. Well, <laughs> like within the context of that movie, yeah. Okay, a bird with a machine gun. Okay. The sped up footage as he flies into the Batcave. And the turntable to turn the Batmobile around. <laughs> Love that. So unnecessary. I mean, so great. I mean, he, hell, could, he could back out. <laughs> Think of it this way: even like, in, I mean, Batman Returns, the the Batmobile had that turntable when he reached the dead end. And he set the the devil on fire. Right, we're here, huh? No, no. Extraordinary! Laboratory is wonderful, Batman. Robin's fiddling with the direct TV. <laughs> He's having trouble with his TV land connection right there. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, of course. I'm gonna stand behind you like I'm taking. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> Yeah. Luckily, Batman and Robin didn't pat him down for weapons or anything like that. They didn't notice that he's carrying these five vials. Well, that would require them to not be idiots. No. I always thought they were the smartest ones amongst the bunch here. Don't worry, Batman. I'm coming. It was so weird as him standing behind the dispenser like that. <laughs> Oh my god. The only time they really kill in this this series. Yo ho ho sir. <laughs> Five dehydrated pirates rehydrated from oh, there's a band name. Yeah. Five dehydrated Whoa. Oh my god, he killed Gilligan! Hmm, let's see, they're all disappearing on contact. Let me hit him. Yes. Hydrated re. They blanked away from existence. Anti matter? They mean they're never coming back? Wow! I totally forgot about that. That 66 Batman and Robin murdered people, even though it was accidental. It, it honestly just looked like they were about to like drop to their knees and pray or something. Yeah, like they wanted, they wanted to pray for forgiveness after the atrocities they just committed. Mark! As he gets his head, as Penguin gets his head stuck in a ladder. The 
Of course. Come on down, Commodore. Commodore. Commodore Schmidlab. Come on down, Lionel Richie. <laughs> this is such a weirdly, such a threatening way of... of it's like, come on down, Commodore Schmidlab. Burgess Meredith is passed out on, on Robin's shoulder here. Now, apparently, somebody bought the original Batmobile, like the actual used Bill Dozier um, Batmobile for several million dollars. You know, Jerry Lawler owns a Batmobile, a 66 Batmobile. Really? Yeah. When did he get it? I have no idea. I don't know if it's like just a replica or if it's a a screen used one or whatever, but I know for a fact that he owns a Batmobile and drives it around. Oh. That'd be so awesome to have a street legal Batmobile like that. <laughs> also feels like that could probably go faster than the the eighty nine Batmobile that I think it was like had top speed of like forty miles an hour. And the Bat Cycle. Love the Bat Cycle. How can you not like the Bat Cycle? And the sidecar too, which Love I feel really, but also feel really scared to ride in that side. Like, look at how hard that stuntman is holding on to that. He's holding up a dear life. Imagine mm. dying for the Batman sixty six show. Well, apparently, like Burt Ward got injured severely, like the first like four days of production, like went to the ER four days in a row because of the because of how dangerous the production was on the the show. According to an interview he did back in uh, last November of 2014. <laughs> Cat scratch scratcher. Cat scratch fever. Are we really doing Ted Nugent references? Well, I'm not making any uh, racist comments, nor am I gun-toting either. So, no. Nuge. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's bad when the penguin the joker say, Calm down, you're acting crazy. Frank Gorshin's face right there reminded me of Jane Franco. Like his expression right there. <laughs> Riddler, get back here! Click, 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 click. Time to set off another missile. <laughs> Polaris. <laughs> Love the animation of the missile. Barely missing the helicopter there. We're going down. Ah. I got him. I really got him. And the helicopter turns completely upside down. (laughs) 
Frank Gorsuch had something in his eye right there. He couldn't think, ah, I can't, I can't look through the periscope right now. I got him. <laughs> Where they land on? They land on like a mattress, like store or something like that, correct? I forget. Huh. <laughs> Foam rubber <laughs> wholesales convention. Yes. Foam rubber in its crude form. Had to be a convention, too. Of course. Corner of my eye. It's up white and comes down yellow and white. An apple. Oh, an egg. Well, well. Egghead. Excellent. That's the only flaw of this movie is that Egghead wasn't in it. That would that would have made it perfect. Right? Vincent Price's Egghead in this. Yes, a unification. Oh, Jesus. No. We have to lug it. <laughs> let's, cr- let's cut the footage they obviously did not have permits for. <laughs> let's lightly jog. It totally seems like they just put the camera in the back of a pickup and just follow this two stuntmen dressed as those characters. Look at that Riddler power stance. That's a power stance right there. <laughs> he looks like Red from Back to the Future. Crazy drunk driver burglar. Oh, a crazy drunk pedestrian. We keep making Back to the Future references because Back to the Future season will be upon us very soon. Now, believing that they killed Batman and Robin. Why Batman? Sidebar. Why is Batman and Robin running in the middle of the street? I mean, all it takes is one jackass is like, I don't like those cheap crusaders. I can take them out myself. All it takes is Christopher Walken. <laughs> a bad man, Robin, I gotta run him over. So, thinking that they have killed the Cape crusaders, uh, Riddler, Joker, and Catwoman go as the United World Organization to dehydrate the world leaders. But wait, there's what's more. this? Hello, stock footage of the United Nations. <laughs> Don't notice me. Uh, even though I haven't really breathed anything in, I'm going to collapse. Oh, so that was cool. The flying yeah. uh, umbrella with the gas and the two guards that perfectly stand themselves up. And he does the, the thing that people do at weddings. 
I assume he's just immune to the gas. That's why he hasn't passed out himself. You would assume that he inoculates himself with something that uh, that would prevent him from passing out. Inoculate. Good word use. It's a word. Yeah, but it's rarely brought up in conversation between us. <laughs> what, what conversations are we having that the word inoculate is appropriate? I'm, that's what I'm commenting on. I'm just saying, like, it was just an opportunity for the word to be used, and you took the opportunity and used it for, to its fullest extent. Just like debonair. Yeah, exactly. So this is just making our vocabulary just grow exponentially. That might have actually been the first time I've ever said inoculate, too. Yeah. And to repeat the Batman Forever uh, commentary, speaking of Jim Carrey, he's the kind of person who says, don't inoculate your children. That guy should have been uh, Alfred. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, he's more... He's, he's more... Proper they, than this, this is exactly the United Nations. Just people sitting at it. It's, it's 12 angry men. It's 12 angry countries right here. Totally dumped to a Japanese man. (laughs) (laughs) My god. So stereotypical of all the members of this United World Organization. Well, it was the 60s. That's true. Nobody notices this taking place, by the way. They were all so caught up in their own arguments to try and make their own points. They didn't even realize the rest of the team, I mean, the rest of the countries are being evaporated before them. Wimp. Excuse us. Multicolored United World Organization. They turned them into fun dip. Yep. Well, but the setup to be paid off later. I see what they did there. That actress that was just there at the receptionist calling for security there was pretty terrible. That had to be some producer's wife but right But only there. one of I'm you. Too. Actually, I just saw that actor in the trailer for the next Maze Runner movie, and I'm like, like, why did I recognize him? And then on the way home, like, holy shit, it's the guy from Dark Knight Rises. Bane. Uh. I'm CIA. She went full Stephanie McMahon right there was screaming go. No, nine men. That's twelve. Whoops. Nine angry men. Down. To basement. 
<laughs> Melodramatic for the line delivery. Now, back to running. <laughs> the little miniature that could of the penguin submarine with the little fins in the back swimming away. Did you watch this more than the actual TV series, like uh, like individual episodes, or I watched the series a lot more than the movie. Really? But I watched the movie a lot too. True. Because the, the series was always on. That's like, for sure. The series was a daily watch for me. It's kind of funny. Like whenever um, I was on vacation, I went to my grandparents' house, and you saying watching on TV land. During the early mornings, early afternoons, I watched Chips. I know it's one of those weird things of like childhood being linked with TV Land, along with Bat the uh, the sixty six Batman. Chips was what was part of my daily routine on during summer vacation. Wow, yeah, rather enlightening and kind of sad. You know, I, I've been waiting for the dark and gritty Chips reboot. <laughs> yes, the only cop show with the cop, main character cops never pull their guns. Do a chips commentary next. Oh God, I, I, I we may have more dead air than anything we've ever done before because I think we'd just be dumbstruck. But we'd we just leave. Seeing. Yeah, we'd leave the mics on. We'd leave audition recording, but we just walk out of the room. Yeah, exactly. Eric Estrada. Is that the same switches that you were farming the Polaris missiles? Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> is he listening to his <laughs> LPs while he's on the boat? What an idiot. And the tiniest binoculars that Batman could have? Those, those binoculars always really annoyed me. Why is that? Because they just look so, like, impractical. Yeah, I'll agree with that. It doesn't even look like they... they I don't think you can see through them. They're, they're too... A small look-through. Sorry. It's not unusual to love Miss Kitka. <laughs> There's not enough Chief O'Hara in this movie for me. No, I mean, we have a lot of heavy Chief O'Hara in the beginning of it, but, like, after, like, near the third act, it re- he really drops off, sadly. <laughs> oh, crap, it's coming right back at us. Penguin, do you know opening the umbrella inside is bad luck? I feel like Joker doesn't have enough to do in this movie now thinking about it. Yeah, he has the octopus bomb and like the little like jack in the box to send him there. Everything else, he's just kind of like standing in the background, hitting torpedo buttons. Oh, 
Penguin tries to stop him. Catwoman goes undercover. Then Riddler's got all the Polaris missiles and stuff like that. Joker's got uh, pretty much nothing afterwards. <laughs> As Burgess Meredith chokes on the cigarette. Prepare to fire! Well, there he is. He's preparing the, the Prepare torpedo to fire. Tubes. A torpedo is an explosive device fired from submarines meant to take out. All right, Neil Canton. <laughs> I looked over the Back to the Future post. I'm like, oh, this is the perfect opportunity for me to do this. You know, right uh, movies were uh, actually invented. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the, the the Back to the Future like those commentaries. The only like interesting part is Bob Gale, and he has to deal with the absurdity of Neil Canton being Kent. in the room. You know, when it rains, uh, things get wet. I wonder if Zemeckis and Bob Gale will do new commentaries for the 30th anniversary box set. I uh, I don't think, because uh, I, I looked at all the details, I don't think it mentioned anything like that. Is the same Q&A uh, commentaries ported over? I'm pretty sure all of, or most of the, the same. Actually, no, I think there are some things that are missing from the old sets. I think that aren't on the new sets. Really? I'm pretty sure. That's not, not, not positive on that. Sucks. But, I, mean, but I, I, hate I, 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 I do remember seeing something. I was like, oh, so I should probably keep my old set around because I wouldn't have X, Y, Z. Gotcha. But I, I'm not. Don't quote me on that because I, uh, I don't remember offhand. It would be cool if we got all the uh, Eric Stoltz footage. I want the Stoltz footage. That's like the one thing I want. We've only seen like the. the it's like the same two scenes, like him walking into Hill Valley in 1955, and, and him in loose. Yeah. And then there's stills of him in the mall scene. Yep. I want the Stoltz footage. I don't understand. Like, just put it on a DVD. Like, I, mean, I don't I don't understand. Uh, if you have those two scenes, it's, it makes it seem like, like Universal has more footage than just that. Hopefully. I hope they didn't just get rid of it. Well, yeah, they did weeks of shooting with him. What was it, like five, six weeks worth of stuff? Something like that. Like, a significant amount. So, you know, just, like, release it. Why not? Unless they don't have, and that's all that exists. Then state that! That's one of the things that they don't address. And, like, it kind of, like, makes me angry. Because it's like... You know, they... they they're always... They'll, they'll say there's going to be no part four until they're, they're blue in the face. Fine, but... Why is there... There's no real reason for there to not, like... For the Stoltz footage to not be out, of, out here. Unless they were saving it for something like the 30th anniversary. And if they're not giving it to us now, then what What are they saving it for? What else? Like, what, the 50th anniversary? I mean, that'd be ridiculous. As Robin fires, like, weird bombs at the submarine to make them surface. Cowardly kitten. <laughs> Penguin's ready to go down with the ship right now. <laughs> 
Who is he talking to? It's the intercom to all the rest of the boat. Forgot how much energy, like, even though Caesar Murray doesn't have much to do in this scene, like this movie, he still brings a lot of energy to the, the role. There's that little miniature. There it goes. And rear screen projection as it's been for the past couple minutes. Look at that. And here's for the... Huh. I wonder if that's a model. No, it's not. That's a set. Wow. Gonk. And now for the true zany fisticuff scenes that we've been waiting for the entire movie. The bad guys come face to face with the good guys. Now, I've, now, you've said before that fight scenes are your least interesting part of, of any movie or TV show. What do you think of the fight scenes in this in this movie? Honestly, the the fight scenes in the entire Batman 60s series, to me, are just kind of like there. Um, fight scenes, for me in general, are just kind of there. Um, and I don't know why it is, especially being that I'm such a gigantic wrestling fan. I I don't know why I just kind of like mentally check out when a fight scene is happening. I uh, I don't know. Um you know, the novelty of these fight scenes with the pow zap and wham and that's there and that's it's something but it, it it's not, you know, it's not a big part of why I like this show. Right. Definitely it makes it look very much like a comic book and look like how the Dick Sprang comics were at the time. Oh, giant wrench. As Batman's fighting with a kitten in his hand. Ow! For some reason, now I'm just imagining Dean Ambrose as the Riddler. You see him going full crazy like that. Uh, I would see him as more of a Joker, but... Yeah, that'd be interesting. Either oh or, yeah, I'll be happy oh yeah. With. By far, Dean Ambrose. There's a lot of D- Dean Ambrose Joker comparisons. Huh. As long as he looks better than Sting as the Joker, I'll be fine. That was a weird decision on TNA's part, right there. What's not a weird decision on TNA's part? Uh, nothing. Everything is made weird. They don't have good lighting. They don't have good crowds. They don't have. I, I don't want to go as far as good anything. Good talents. What? Good anything. They have Taz. Not anymore. Ca- oh yeah. And Taz isn't <laughs> a, a glowing example of a, a positive for the company. Yeah, you have you have weird feeling like uh, your odd feelings on Taz. I think he's a prick. Why? Because he's a prick. <laughs> uh, it's, oh, it's such a wonderful explanation right there. He's a prick. He's a prick. He's a prick. Oh, your favorite scene's coming up finally. 
as Batman is finally climbing into the submarine to confront Catwoman, where he discovers... Here comes, folks. Save her every moment. That Catwoman is... (gasps) Miss Kitka herself. Holy Harper. And the moment that Adam West has here. <laughs> now I wonder if anybody else could hear this song or is this just going on in his head? Because because Robin has this moment too, like he, he understands what he's feeling. <laughs> Don't say. It means nothing. Batman the Coast Guard. Batman the Coast Guard. There is a drifting submarine two miles east of Sandy Nose Lightship. Sandy Nose Lightship. Who's facing into the vials here? Ah, chew. The hope of the world ended because somebody wanted their tea. Always thought it was a really weird scene because they played so seriously. Yeah, this is like what Batman would be if it was the Green Hornet. Never spoken, Cape Crusader. We just got the George Steinbrenner shot. Costanza, I've got the costume. Costanza's in the building. Your run of George Steinbrenner when we read something was the funniest thing in the world. Especially when you were running down a flight of stairs, too. Super molecular dust separator, just because they needed it for this such occasion. Love the utility belt over the the smock. With the way the world is. No, no. It's not for mortals like us to tamper with the laws of nature. 
Wow, they actually brought up social commentary there for a moment. Huh. Gosh, Gosh, yes. yes. Batman. When you put it like that. (laughs) Doesn't even cover his nose. As the Cape Crusades have finally separated all the dust of the dehydrated United World <clears throat> representatives. Sorry, folks, if you're like, we're struggling with so much dead air here. It's just like, it's just well, it's, it's a very, uh It's a very serious scene in the movie. That's true. We're giving it gravitas. We got more Chief O'Hara here. Yeah. Let me get George Steinbrenner. We're ready to rehydrate. (laughs) (laughs) All the stock footage of all the nations represented in this movie. Or they could have just had Cesaro say this in all the languages. As long as he did in his suit with sunglasses on. Chief O'Hara holding the phone for Commissioner Gordon. The Chief O'Hara photobomb. With his face. Now, when they appear, they are basically sitting on those things. And where they go when they're done, when they're rehydrated, where did those stands go? I never thought of that. Maybe, uh, maybe there was nine proctologist visits oh. occurring. Ow! Oh, light water, soft, soft. Like <laughs> 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 I'm like, I hope he gets that. We're taking up your nose with a rubber hose. That's a phrase I've never used before. Preparing to rehydrate. <laughs> Luckily, we stopped at Home Depot to get this garden hose for this. Lowe's wasn't around yet. <laughs> Look at his hands right there. <laughs> He's just praying for it there. Hopefully it works. I wonder if they just recorded someone peeing for this scene. <laughs> for the Foley for the scene, just somebody just went to the John with a microphone and a reel-to-reel to record it. That'd be the simplest way to do it. It would, back then, for sure. Rehydrate! Rehydrate! Success! Success! 
Judge you for her face. They did. <laughs> this would be great if you had like the Hitler reaction video. Oh. United the Shiva. They brought him back. Uh-oh. I bet they probably just got actors who could speak multiple languages in order to do this scene. Ecote. Could. And the weird way they exit the scene, too. They're like, out to the window. Hopefully nobody... <laughs> the Irish combined this, this committee so fucking hard. Through the wall. Skeet, skeet, Robin. Holy crunk, Batman! <laughs> <laughs> All right, goodbye, cruel world. Let's go, Robin. <laughs> these, these just seem so defeated as they go. I know the with, the, with the look down. Yeah, like, like, All right, our days of crime fighting is over. Time for us to go. And the world was made a better place with the mixing of the minds. And here comes the end. The living end. I never got that. Neither do I. Like, it's... This is the weirdest way to end this movie. Is that a dead end? I don't know. So... How do you feel about this movie? Well, after watching it again, now doing a podcast about it. Um. Oh boy. Uh, I, I obviously I still love it. I uh, it holds a, a a very fond place uh, in my heart. And there's just nothing better in life than. Uh, Adam West talking about Miss Kitka. Of course. And I still love this movie. I mean, a lot of people say, like... Oh, my God, there's a commentary. With Adam West and Burt Ward. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now, a lot of people say, like, Adam West and Adam West Batman doesn't count. And I'm like, I... I what? Yeah, a lot of people are still really... Really mean towards this, this time of Batman history. Like, it's a part of Batman history. You can't really ignore it. And it's... A, Spanish theatrical trail. And it's still... It's, <laughs> it's still... Uh, it's still a lot of fun. And if you want to, like, introduce your kids to Batman, this is the best way to do it. Does yep. that sound like Burt Ward there for a moment? I didn't mean to, but... It's the best way to do it, Batman! Gosh! Precisely. Now, if people who have sat through this commentary have made it to the end, where can they find you, Chris? Um, you can find me in a chariot with Miss Kitka. 
Uh, no, you can you can find me you can find me on Twitter at Striker Ichikawa. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at Timothy Rooney Two, where you'll hear me talking about Batman at length, as well as many other film and movie and comic topics. As well as you can follow my YouTube page through the Lens Productions, where my latest short film Spirit of the Lake is up at. And you can follow me, and you will be able to follow us with my more short films coming out soon. I'm Timothy Rooney. With me is Chris Buffet. This is Anything Goes, signing off. Yo ho ho, sir. <laughs> and anything went. Anything went. Woo hoo 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 hoo. Miss Kitka. <laughs>